All right, welcome back to the program. We are still in New York. Still? Broadcasting post-marathon. This is Pace the Nation. Yes, still, Docs. Because I'm not leaving. No, I know. Joanna has got awfully comfortable here at the Latte Hotel. Joanna, what's your what's your plan to pull this off? Like, are you gonna hide in the bathtub when the maids come so that you like so you can sneak back in, or or like put yourself in the safe? Like, how how are you gonna stay in the room? I don't think she's thought that far ahead. Yeah, I'm just uh, not gonna leave. Just <laughs> yeah, and I'm just gonna be be like, oh, Ace, yeah, Asics is covering it. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Well, they've covered everything else, and again, thanks again to Asics. This uh, today's podcast is sponsored by Asics. So we'll get into the marathons. I did want to p- play this really quick for uh, the audience. It's uh, Joanna and I at the start in the Runner's Village. All right, Joanna. I'm not sure I'm going to see you this is for it. the rest this is of the... Split. Yeah, this could be the split. So I have to be by myself because you guys aren't in my thing either. Yes, we're in different waves. So we are actually just inside the New York City Marathon Village here. Thousands of people walking around, mostly aimlessly, because <laughs> nobody knows which way to go. So we got to figure that out. We're about two hours before our race starts. So, uh, what's your like confidence level right now? <laughs> How are you feeling? Uh, I don't. I don't know. I really. I couldn't say. Like eighty okay. percent, maybe. Yeah. Okay. I mean, I, I feel good. pretty good. That's good. All right, eighty percent. The pressure's off. I mean, we've gone back and forth about qualifying for Boston or whatever, but at this point, just go out and have a good time. I'm sorry if I jinxed you. <laughs> Thanks. A little late. <laughs> a little late, but... A, good, a bit of advice. Don't stop in any of the boroughs and get a beer. <laughs> yeah, good advice. Exactly. I'll, I'll regret it later. Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that's uh, how Joanna's feeling. You heard from Greg there. Uh, we heard from him earlier in the show back at the expo. Uh, we are headed to the start, and so this is the last time you'll hear from us until um, the race is over. So best of luck to Joanna, Greg. And uh, everybody else running the race. And this is Pace the Nation. We'll talk to you in a little bit. Wow, my cadence was really slow there. That was, man. I didn't want to interrupt, but yeah. like the very first thing you said, I was like, oh, that's 5 a.m. Farley. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that is. All right, so uh, that was, we heard from Joanna right before the race. So, Joanna, take us through your race. That's like listening to yourself when you're a kid, and you're like, oh, so naive. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so young. Yeah, yeah. So hopeful. So much promise, potential. And then Where did it go wrong? <laughs> exactly. The real world hits you in the face, and it just sucks. Yeah, pretty much. Well, I, I'll say this. I didn't have the race that I wanted to have, but New York is such an amazing course and such an amazing city that if you're not going to have a great race, like New York is the True. place to do it because you can still have a lot of fun on course um all right well let's start at the beginning then so farley leaves me and then mm-hmm. I'm, I'm stuck by myself in the start village uh mm-hmm. which was which was very interesting people have really strange habits before marathons totally like, there there's this one girl who for 45 minutes was warming up she's doing laps around the parking lot and i'm like girl you're about to run 26 miles <laughs> you don't need to do that yeah yeah, I don't even think the elites warm up that much. Yeah, I'm it was sure they don't actually. A very, very long time. Hmm. Okay. Um, and there's just like a lot of interesting people and and so many languages. So that mm-hmm. that was pretty interesting. Um, and then when we get to the start, 
my race plan from trip was to stay behind the 345 pace group for the first 10k and uh when we line up she's about like three people in front of me and I was like oh we'll like go over the start and I'll be fine uh but we go over the start and you kind of bottleneck onto the bridge yes. and then immediately after the start everyone stops slows down and starts taking pictures and yes. selfies yeah did that happen to you too chris um there was a there was a couple people who did that yeah i'm gonna make a psa right now to all of our listeners if you want to take a selfie at the start of the race please have the awareness to get out of everybody else's way yeah like step to the side like i don't even know i don't even know there's a good way to do that but just maybe don't yeah (laughs) uh or or sprint get a selfie stick and sprint yeah, better I d- idea. I mean, I don't know how I don't know how to solve this problem, but uh, let's just say that my PR. We talked about this a little bit uh, this weekend. My PR is one minute and fifteen seconds officially sh- slower. Yes, because it is of, because of that bottleneck. And I'm not gonna say that he needs an asterisk for that. I'm gonna give him <laughs> his one minute and fifty seconds. But let's not go that whole discussion. Uh, We've that rabbit hole. A, that's been a theme this whole weekend. We don't need to yeah, get we too much into. We don't need to go down that wormhole. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Joanna, yeah. Uh, you you took your selfie and then what? <laughs> uh, I didn't even have my phone on me. Uh, anyway, so then uh, I spoke. Ooh, th- yeah. can can we say? Can I just interject here? Yeah. Because I met you guys down in, at the in the lobby to send you off to make sure you were really doing this. Right. Uh, I know. Up at five something in the morning. Well done, Docs. Yeah. And Farley doesn't have a bag to check and so realizes this. I guess you guys are having this discussion. And so Farley gives you his phone mm-hmm. and his stuff to put in your bag. Yeah, because I so, had a bag check. So not only did you not have a phone during the race, but uh, even stranger, Farley didn't have his phone. <laughs> just Everybody just kind of put a pin in that story uh, about Joanna having Farley's phone after the race. Yes. <laughs> but let's get back to your yes. race we can talk about my odyssey uh, in sure. a little bit here. Absolutely. But. but I think that this is an important uh, yeah. uh, fact. It's but an important good, setup. Good, yeah. f- good footnote. Some foreshadowing. Yes. Yeah. yeah. If I was really good at the foreshadowing, I wouldn't have been so obvious about it. <laughs> you, wouldn't really la- big, you wouldn't have labeled it as this foreshadowing. This is a really big sign, neon sign that's flashing. But right. uh, I, I digress. Um, well, anyway, so then I, I spent the first mile trying to catch up to the, the pace group and I, I catch up to them pretty easily. And it's a group of mostly all girls. <clears throat> so for the first 10 K, like everyone that we passed, like all the fans on the side were like cheering, like girl power and like, I don't know, just like a lot of the girl centric stuff. Uh-huh. So it was the first 10 K was great. I was having such a great time. Um, but I felt like I was really uh, holding back and Tripa told me that if I felt good at 10k that I could uh, drop down my pace a little bit mm-hmm. uh, and then reevaluate at the half or 16 how I was feeling um, but I'm not uh, very good at that so I instead of dropping down my pace to something reasonable I'm like running through Brooklyn feeling great so many fans so many gr- great smells and I dropped down to like 740s which is just way too fast yeah. <laughs> and at the time I was thinking to myself this is way too fast but I haven't done a marathon in four years so I was like hey maybe I'm actually really good at the marathon right yeah <laughs> this is my day so you're getting cocky here what yeah. so Brooklyn is uh, remind our audience what mile mark are we talking here Brooklyn is uh, like mile two ish three uh like 13 i guess yeah. okay. 14 yeah so i mean it's a it's a good part of the first half of the races in brooklyn and there's a lot of fans especially when you're like going up to park slope it's um 
it's a it's kind of like I imagine going through the tunnel by Wesleyan where there's like all the girls screaming like it's, right. it's just really loud. Well, it's also it's also where <laughs> all the runners uh, find out what the new fall fashions are because every single girl on the sideline is wearing the the uh, 2016 fall line uh, dressed identical. <laughs> I didn't know I didn't notice that. <laughs> <laughs> I remember that from 2011. I was like everybody is wearing standard Uggs, uh, which were out then. You know. Okay. Anyway, so. Uh, yeah, so I was feeling really good in Brooklyn. Um, and like, honestly, before the race, like I had talked to Farley before and I was just like, I don't like I have six weeks of training. Like if we're being honest, I'm not a marathoner. Like I'm just not going to qualify for Boston today. But in Brooklyn, because I felt so good and like there's so much magic in New York City, I was like, oh, maybe this is going to happen. Yeah, um, I'm looking at your splits here. You did look good for 5K, 10K, 15K. And then, yeah, then everything went downhill. And, of course, I probably jinxed myself at that point because I'm, like, running along in Brooklyn, like, passing people right and left, feeling great. And I'm thinking to myself, man, what is what am I going to write on the Instagram picture? And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> I'm, Calling I'm, your shot? Yeah. I was like, I'm probably going to put something like, I didn't know BQing could be this much fun. Wow. And yeah. that was really, I should not have had those thoughts. Man. <laughs> that's a that's a un-Russo arrogance uh, that I, I didn't know of you. Wow. That's, a, that's I was that's really impressive. feeling confident. Okay. Yeah. I, you know, I love New York and mm -hmm. I, for, for once I was like, I feel really good. Like this is great. Uh, and then, uh, mile 15, I was like, oh, I don't really feel so great anymore. And then we go over the Queensboro bridge and that was the wheels just came right off. Now for, for anybody who's not familiar with the New York city marathon, the Queensboro bridge is, is just after the 15 mile mark or the 15 mile marks on the Queensboro bridge. I think it's but, on it. Yeah. But, yeah, it uh, is. you're up to that point. The streets are lined with super fans, everybody making lots of noise. And then you get to the Queensboro Bridge and it's about a mile and a half where you can't have spectators. And you're going up. And you're going yeah, you're you're climbing the hill, you're 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 going up and it's just complete silence and you're and you're alone with your thoughts. Yeah. And so I think like Richmond, my thoughts went ugly pretty quickly, but I tried to listen to the advice that Sarah Hall gave at the press conference where she was like, whatever mile you're in, just be in that mile. Mm -hmm. So I tried to just like be like, all right, well, you know, marathons or long races, there's always bad parts. Like this is a bad part, but you'll get off the bridge and it'll be fine. Um, but when I came off the bridge, I still didn't feel fine. Right. Uh, so f like first Ave is really great cause there was also a ton of people on first Ave. Um, but I just like, couldn't, I couldn't find a rhythm. And at that point I couldn't find, like, I thought I'd catch up to another pace group or I find somebody that was running a similar pace and I could stay with them. But that just like didn't happen. Cause so I kept like yo-yoing with my pace and I, I just like, couldn't, couldn't find a good rhythm. And then about mile 17, 18, um, I haven't had like IT issues since I think since right after college, but then like right at like the, I just like put my, my left foot down and I've been having some issues with my left foot anyway. And then like just radiating pain up my leg. Right. And that's when I made the decision. Mm. I was like, you know what? I'm not a marathoner. Like, let's be, let's be so real. The negative <laughs> thoughts. Yeah. So you went from, uh, Talking about what your Instagram post was going to be to... <laughs> She's still writing an Instagram post. So, yeah. yeah it just, just has a different tone and different yeah, hashtags. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I really... I do... I wanted to do other races this fall. So I was like, well, I'm just going to ease off. And, and at that point, I still thought I'd finish in like 340. I was like, I think I can still do like 340. Um, but then... 
later as we get into like the 20s like the 340 pace goes past me and the pace group and I was like all right I don't think I can stay with them so I was waiting for all those girls in the 345 group to come past me and then I see I see them come up on my left side and I was like oh I'll just like stick in with the pace group and just like you know hammer in like a 345 but then they go past me and it just seems like they're sprinting I just like can't stay with them so they weren't spice girls girl power at this point they were like mean girls (laughs) (laughs) that's Probably true, but you did finish yeah. under four hours. <coughs> and I will say this, too, looking at your result. You were the top finishing Russo in the New York City Marathon this year. Wow. Well, that's exciting. That's wow. pretty impressive. <laughs> How about that? Out of 21 Russos, you were the fastest Russo out there. So not say much for the Russos. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can take some solace in that. Uh, so 352.22. Uh, you don't get that Boston Marathon qualifier, but... If if I could say something here, I think that that uh, unrealistic expectations were placed on Joanna probably a hundred percent from this show. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, Six weeks of training for a marathon, <laughs> and and uh, I, I I was I was proud of you. You went for it. You followed not Sarah Hall's advice, but you you followed uh, Ryan Hall's advice, uh, and he he told everybody you're faster than you are. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I thought I was faster than yeah. I was. You followed that for the first half. Yeah. yeah. And I, like if I'd stayed with 345 pace group for the whole race, I think I probably just could have run 345. Yeah. Um, but a positive is that I think like like when you think about Richmond, like the mind state that I was in after Richmond, like I wanted to quit running and I hated everything. That's right. You threw your shoes in the river. Yeah, exactly. And then walked around barefoot. <laughs> Um, but at, like after, you know, when things got bad in the Queensboro bridge, uh, I was like, well, you know, you're going to finish this race. And it's probably not going to be in the time that you want, but like you're running New York, like just, yeah. you know, you're going to see so many fans and signs and just like in, enjoy it. And yeah. what was your favorite sign? Um, well, my favorite sign is a sign that I didn't actually see, but I heard about, uh-huh. which was the, I saw that one. Yeah. Uh, it if marathons were, were easy, easy, they'd be your girlfriend. Yeah. yeah that one was, pretty, <laughs> that was pretty good. Um, I saw a lot of, uh, and, and I actually understood these signs now that I, because of this podcast, uh, <laughs> may the course be with you. I saw a lot of those signs. Uh, yeah. oh, I okay. saw a lot of Trump signs. A lot so of Trump many signs? Trump okay. signs. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Star Wars <coughs> is just still a thing, even though it's, it really isn't currently relevant in the news, but how, how they're coming out with a movie next month. Oh, yeah. Okay. So see again. I'm not. I I do know some current, uh-huh. you know, pop events. culture stuff. Yeah, well, I wouldn't say current events very well, but pop yeah. culture stuff, but not Star Wars. Yeah. Um, the other the other thing that I really liked during the course. So, um, I think it was like mile twenty three ish. So you're you're in Manhattan. You're you're getting close. Maybe it was cl- maybe it was closer to the park. Uh, so maybe like 25 ish. We're getting close to Central Park and there's this like very New York woman on the side of the road. And I don't know if she said this to more people. Yeah. But as I go by, she just goes, all right, let's wrap this thing up. <laughs> Are you sure that was like a woman or was that your inner inner monologue? <laughs> it's true. That, that was the New York. She might not here. even been there. Yeah. You're just kind of like hallucinating a little bit <laughs> after 25 miles. Uh, I noticed you didn't take a a photo uh, with your medal on at the end. Oh, you know, there's yeah. th- there's these booths all set up when you finish, and you can get you can get a picture where you, because I'm looking at your pictures right now. There's a picture of you and I together at the beginning, looking happy, excited before we're both beaten down and battered. But uh, you didn't take a picture at the end. Was your state of mind just? 
you uh, just upset? Were you? I wasn't. Like, I wasn't upset, but this? um, you know, when I finished, there was also a lot of other people finishing. Yeah. So they do have a lot of photographers, but there, you know, it was kind of a wait to get one of them. Yeah. And at that point, like, I was having a little trouble walking, and I just wanted to get. I wanted to get to my bag and like change. Yeah. Gotcha. Don't ever change, Joanna. <laughs> <laughs> well, <coughs> you did a great job, like Doc said. I think. Um, the pace the nation nation would be would if they were out here would be proud of your efforts uh we we, the hosts certainly were it was not an easy of a day as i had hoped uh the wind was i mean it was a it was a good day to run but the wind was kind of um it was a gale force wind yeah swirling and in our face a lot of times um i was uh obviously looking for the sub three and i wanted to exercise my demons (laughs) Mm-hmm. Of the uh, asterisk, no asterisk thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten years ago, in one day, uh, it was the anniversary of the 2006 race that I did, and that I did under three hours. And you're still say it's an per your watch. You, you still say it's an asterisk, but what well, is an asterisk? Like we we've been trying to explain to him all weekend what the asterisk means. Well, uh, and and he still won't accept it. I, I still think that you think it means something else. Well, uh, for for me, I wanted to come out here and exercise those demons. Yeah, you exercised them all right, <laughs> and then, you know, because it was the 10 year anniversary, uh-huh. at a day, because uh-huh. that that happened. Uh, probably that's because of a leap year or something. <laughs> well, no, no, I'm just saying it happened mm-hmm. uh, 11-5, 2006. The uh-huh. marathon this year was 11-6, 2016. So uh-huh. on the 10-year anniversary, I wanted to come out here, run a sub-three-hour marathon, uh-huh. and, and say be done with all this talk of whether or, or not my marathon streak is legit. I think that would legitimize. But that's... On the ten year anniversary, I think if I run a sub three, I would legitimize the streak. It makes no sense for all the followers out there. But nobody said that you don't have a legitimate streak. We just said that there's an asterisk on your streak. I'm not I'm not And the asterisk means that you have a story to tell on on one of those things. I know what you're doing here. You're reeling me in. And we also said we also said the other night, like if you had a streak of twenty years and you had twenty asterisks it's probably not a streak. Yeah. Well, think of it this way. So, like, let's say on the show you were like, oh, I have this marathon streak. I've run under three hours for however many years. And then, like, somebody from the Washington Post is doing some fact-checking, and they look at all of your official results, <clears> and they see in 2006 you didn't run under three hours. You ran 330. With, well, right? But I, on my watch, I yeah, ran. Yeah, but that's no, not, no, no, that's but not yes. in the official – that's not officially recorded anywhere. Yeah. So there needs to be an asterisk to explain that the streak is continuous, but this This ha- is why. These are the why. circumstances why you have a sub-three-hour marathon. Yes, <laughs> but I still have a sub-three-hour marathon <laughs> because that was the time I was running. But that's – but But officially – Yeah, Farley, the point is that the asterisk explains – why that doesn't show up in the official results. Yeah. You're trying to say I couldn't run a sub three hour marathon. No, I'm not. No, yes. no, no, I'm not I saying that. I, I and I and I and I don't like what you're doing here. Not I know saying you're, that. I know I know what you're trying to do. You're he's playing mental games on me. He said, Oh, come <laughs> on in here. Come on in here. I agree with you. I agree with you. I've got candy. I agree with you. Look at these new running shoes I've just, got over here. Just acknowledge here. the asterisk. I just need you to acknowledge, acknowledge the asterisk. The asterisk's I do not acknowledge so, the asterisk. The asterisk's not so bad. That's what he's saying. Oh. And then he's going to have me come into his house with all the nice candy, 
have me acknowledge the, the asterisk. Look at these new shoes. And then he's going to come with the big hammer and say, the, see, it's not a legitimate street. I know what he's doing. It's the a mousetrap. Mouse yep. Um, let's move on. So I this. just yeah. wanted to exercise exercise yeah those demons. he wanted to exercise them <laughs> jazzercise them um <laughs> so i figured if i got under sub uh, i got a sub three uh, that logic doesn't make any sense so i, I think you're on. still yeah um so you did go out so so you and joanna yep. separated at the beginning of the race yep so uh, I, I go to go to my corral i was looking for uh your steve corral uh, my our, our our good friend tom mccarney who was running Ooh. his first marathon tom m Let's Tom. not. Let's protect his anonymity. That's that's true. Oh, we, I was looking for our good friend uh, T Mac. Uh, he was running his first marathon in ten years. He and I are longtime training partners. He actually ran that same race, but he didn't do the beers. Yes, he, and he told that story. He was smart. Yeah, yeah he yeah. told that story. Uh, if I knew the, the, if I knew those beers would haunt me for the rest Honestly, of my life, I would have never done that. I think. Obviously. I think while I think while uh, he was telling that story last night to us post race. We got a little. We got another asterisk for that story. What's that? One of the reasons why you wanted to do the beer miles because you knew that he was going to beat you in the race, <laughs> and this gave you an excuse not to get beat. By I don't him. really recall or not recall that. <laughs> I don't know. Ten years ago. So anyway, so it was his first. It was his first uh, marathon in ten years. So uh, great to be back out there with Tom. So we ran together till until mile twenty-two, and he faded a little bit, but. I told him when um, uh, he was starting to fade, I was like, I I'm going to go at 22 because there's two things I need to do. I need to make sure I break three hours because I didn't want to deal with, with you guys. Mm -hmm. uh, and also, I wanted to beat the guy who was wearing flip-flops. Oh, right. Yeah. yeah. That guy. <laughs> Making it all about himself. Well, go out there in sandals. Like, throw did a you, pair of shoes on. I mean, did seriously. You, did you beat him? Did you beat I the flip-flop guy? I, I smoked yeah. flip-flop guy. Good. So ran uh, 256 and some change. Uh, felt pretty good, uh, but it it was uh, mostly about ha hanging out with, with with and running with McCarney, and then obviously breaking the three hours was 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 good. And then we had this little nice. Um, and New York is amazing, inspiring the entire way, wall to wall people. The 26.2 miles that you're out on yeah, on the streets is amazing. It's yes. incredible. So. McCarney and I, fin or Tom M and I finish, and uh, I decide to bail on the, the VIP bag check where my phone is mm -hmm. and go with him to get this poncho that um, was uh, much, uh, very much talked about uh, at the expo. I heard people talking about this poncho and how great it is, and you had to have a wristband for it. So you have to walk out of the park, and you have to walk about a mile and a half to get to the poncho. So... That's pretty rough after you've completed the 26-mile, 26.2-mile journey. Especially in flip-flops. <laughs> so you get, to, you get the poncho, and then it's still a lot further to go to get to anywhere where you can either catch a subway, a bus, or a cab. No, so, you can't get a cab. Yeah, yeah you can't you get can a cab. Forget about getting yeah. a cab. So, yeah. so I, I finally get to a spot where um, uh, Tom's wife and his kid and his family are and they kind of give me the directions which way to go so no phone which is very difficult for me but but for the first time in in years you noticed things like 
other people, right. buildings. <laughs> right. Wow, there's right. a lot of buildings right. in New York because you're not staring at your phone. That's true. That was that was a b- advantage. Of wow, what are those things called, Farley? Those are flowers. <laughs> so <laughs> I uh, so I, I walk towards uh, towards the general direction of the hotel, but then um, try to get a cab. Like you said, Docs, no cabs. No one's. Uh, n- none of the cabs that are driving by are stopping. Right. Either they have people in them, or they're not working, or they don't want to be working. So that's a little frustrating. So you then I, I was able to jump on a bus, and one good part is they didn't charge you for the bus. So if you do the race, the bus driver just let me uh, let me in, and these nice people on the bus said, "Yeah, if you're going to 51st and 5th, which I thought that's kind of where we were, uh, but I didn't have a phone, so I couldn't look up the hotel." And of course, I didn't remember the address. Mm-hmm. Or if somebody said, "Are you in Midtown or Uptown or Downtown?" You don't would, know what that I means. I would have no idea what that means. No. Uh, I don't know what side of the park we are on. If someone said oh, you're on the north side or the south side or the east side or the west side, uh-huh. I just know I got to find the Latte Hotel. Yeah, that, that's that's all I know. Which is which is by the way not how you actually pronounce it, and which makes this more difficult. And there is about. One billion hotels here in New York, <laughs> yeah. believe it or not. Yeah. So no phone. I'm on this on this bus heading towards ge- the general direction where I think I'm supposed to go. Uh, finally get off at 51st and and Fifth, and it looks familiar, but I have no idea which way. So I'm asking security guards, "Do you know where this New York Palace Hotel is?" And they have no idea what I'm talking about. Um, so walking around another mile at this point, probably already three miles of walking in, walk another mile around and finally find the hotel, get here and you guys aren't here. So I'm like, all right, mm-hmm. got to find them. So well, keep, keep in mind, Joanna started after you in true, the race. True. And you finished before her chip time anyway. Right. So like that was one of the things that I thought was the most interesting about you uh surrendering your phone to joanna like even if even if you waited at the finish line you guys were going to be separated for for quite some time i didn't think it through yeah shocking so uh figure out where you guys are with the multiple devices that i have back at the hotel yeah and uh take the pace nation phone uh with me and go to meet you guys. You broke it out of the emergency case. I that did. Store it <laughs> I in. did. And then go meet you guys for uh, lunch. And I was hoping to catch up with you and ASICs folks and McC- uh, Tom and Tom M. Tom M. And I had this vision of what this afternoon would be and mm-hmm. hanging out, talking about the race. Mm-hmm. So I take a cab and then I realize where you guys are is on the other side of the park. Yes. So he's trying to get in like three different entrances. He's frustrated. And it's very hard to get there, but I do, we do finally make our way over. And then I connect with Joanne and she's like, yeah, we're actually leaving. Uh, maybe your cab can take us home. So I'm like, all right, that sounds like a good idea. Maybe we'll pick them up. Then I realize there's not enough room in the cab. And I asked the guy, hey, do you mind picking up my, my friends? And he says, well, you can't fit everybody in here. Uh, and then he says, and... I'm not turning around and going back on that side of the park. I'm going to take fares on this side of the, uh, on, on, on this side of the park only. So he was frustrated and probably yeah. not happy with, with, um, you know, spending an hour for a $20 fare, yeah. uh, going across the park. So he drops me off basically where you guys were. Yeah. And I'm like, all right, well maybe I'll hop another cab, no cabs. 
and you guys realize there's no cabs either because you yeah. guys ended up walking back. So we we were like kind of standing waiting for you. And actually, I don't think everybody could have fit in, but I think you know we could have at least put like Joanna, who had just run a marathon, and her mother. Uh, we could have at least put them in the cab. Yeah. Uh, and then, but anyway, uh, we didn't. So then we were like, well, we could stand here in the cold, or we'll just walk. We'll just walk towards the hotel to try to get a cab. You know, maybe we'll go here. Maybe we'll go there. But it is such chaos. Yeah. Uh, there's so few cabs even bothering to be in that area, and none of them are available to pick up fares. So we also uh, did the long, uh, shameful Almost walk back three mile to the hotel. Home. Yeah. I mean, New York is great. It is fantastic. And yeah. they do a great job with the marathon. Logistically, it's, it's flawless. But when you finish, and there's 50,000 people plus the billion spectators that are on the course right. and trying to get places with, um, you know, with the transportation that is already existing with the cabs and the subways and, right. the, and the buses. And, and the there rickshaws. Just isn't, there just isn't enough. And the rickshaws are $5 a minute. I'm like, I, know. <laughs> I was thinking about taking one of those guys. I'm like, $5 a minute yeah. to get back to the Latte Hotel? It's going to take me, you know, 150 bucks. Yeah. So that wasn't an option. Joke's on him. So, Joanna's got your wallet. So I'm, I'm walking around. I'm walking around, and I'm, uh, I, I'm trying to think of every single option to get back no you can't flag down a cab i can't figure out the bus system now i've already changed so i don't look like a marathoner so i can't get on the bus for free and i can't figure out how to buy a fare card so that i'm not thinking is an option i go to i go to one of the bike shares i'm thinking all right this is a great option i plug my card in and it says twelve dollars per 30 minutes i'm thinking twelve dollars for 30 minutes this is almost as outrageous as a dog bath (laughs) (laughs) it is so I am not having the afternoon I thought I was going to have. It's not what you envisioned. Yeah. Walking around and literally my steps from yesterday. You talked about Greg's steps earlier. Yeah. I had about 60,000 steps. Yeah. You can take the rest of the week off. <laughs> I don't know how many miles that was. But New York, great. Walking around, trying to get anywhere. Not so great. Not so great. So... Uh, buyer beware when you run this marathon next year it, it is a great marathon it was it was a great experience. well they they say that now on in the website and in all the race materials that you will have to walk a lot after the race so yeah be prepared be for prepared that. for that uh farley didn't read any of that stuff no um what was interesting though was when we were connecting with you hey where are you now where are you now and you were like wandering through the park central park and I didn't want to tell you at the time, but I was like, that's not even the right way. Yeah. <laughs> like, he is going really out of his way to get back. This is, a, this is like, yeah. no, I mean, it's th- like New York is not that hard to navigate because you have the north and south and east and west, you know, and, and, and they're numbered streets. So, like, if you don't know where you're going, of course. Not hard for um, you. Not easy for me. Well, I, I mean, we told the story about how a few years ago when I was running with you guys from Midtown, that's and right. I got lost in Central Park, got turned around, and ended up running like my longest run of the year uh, when I was trying to cut off and go short. So that's true. You yeah. know, glass house, stones, <laughs> <That's> beware. <right. laughs> um, I I would say as a spectator as well, my my grand idea was to be down at First Avenue and run up to the finish line to the park, and then run back down to First Avenue, and then go back up to the park. Like I expected, that I was going to be going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Getting into the grandstand, which thank you very much, Asics, for for the pass. Uh, it was a really cool. It was really cool to be at the finish line like that. But getting into 
the the grandstand at the finish line was such a hassle that by the time I got in, I was like, all right, I'm just here for the rest of the day, because it like you had to go all the way around all these barriers, all these streets, and it's the same thing like like you had everybody I asked, how do you get into there? And they're like, oh, right over there. And then you go over, like they're just pointing you to somebody else. They weren't helping you. They were just saying like, oh, you go to the end of this street and ask that guy. They're just like right. They're like. And, and and making you somebody else's problem. Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. They they know exactly what they need to tell you yep. to to make this the sh- as short of a conversation as possible. <laughs> so because there's no good answer. So yeah. And then my other as a spectator observation, I am the world's worst race photographer. Yeah. I have a newfound respect for people that take good action shots with their with their with their with their cameras with their phones whatever. I was miserable. Uh, when I was when I was when you guys were running by and I would take pictures and it would be like you'd be blocked out or you'd already have gone by or the screensavers already on. Uh, so, yeah, there was a couple folks who were disappointed. Um, our buddies disappointed. There wasn't a picture of McCartney and I together. Yeah, I had the, the great opportunity, too. But, you know. And then I tried to catch you guys. I, I tried to go run, like, but you guys are too fast. <laughs> well, D- Joanna's mom, on the other hand, is a is a good uh, race photographer. So yeah. So way to go, Mrs. Russo. At least we got that. So, and she'd love some followers on Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> yes, please follow uh, her on Instagram and and like her photos. Yeah. What, what's the? Uh, so it's S Roos. So S R O O S sixteen. Got it. Yep. She took a picture of me yesterday and tagged me in the picture on Instagram. I, I was impre- impressed with that uh, social media uh, prowess that she was showing there. Well, it took a village to, to write that. <laughs> oh, no. Because <laughs> yeah, you were there. <laughs> uh, well, again, I don't want to, uh, again, take away from the New York City Marathon experience. And thanks to ASICS. Overall, such a positive ev- event. I was saying some of this uh, walking around and complaining tongue in yeah. cheek you know so no nah, dude it's it, it was a great weekend it, asics did us right um we no got question. interviews with with uh, some of their athletes we uh we got to hang out and 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 meet some people we met the uh president of asics yep mm-hmm. um who uh who, he'll be a new listener to the who, show yeah welcome to the show yep the the accommodations everything has just been been an A plus. They did a great job. Very appreciative, and it really was a really fun weekend. Yeah, it's just in our nature to to focus on the the thirty <laughs> minutes where uh, yeah, something bad point. happened. You know, yeah, I, I had a great weekend. Thank you very much, uh, Greg and AJ for for putting this together. Yeah, and and you'll continue to see the bill from this hotel as Joanna stays (laughs) for the rest of the year. I guess, Joanna, are you calling in for future shows? Yeah. Yeah, or we come here. Uh, You can commute. Will you, you, uh, based on the way our room was, will you even let us come in your room? (laughs) No. No. (laughs) Leave your shoes outside. (laughs) All right, this is Pace Nation. We are broadcasting remotely from New York City. Uh, the day after the New York City Marathon, the 40th New York City Marathon. Uh, just a couple of notes. Uh, we uh, the, the elites, uh, Abdi Abdurrahman, I think this is how you say his last name. He was third overall. Molly Huddle was third overall. A couple bronze medals for the Americans. Uh, some ASICS athletes did really well. Sarah Hall was a top 10 finisher, and Gwen Jorgensen was, I think, just outside the top 10 running 241. So uh, Gwen Jorgensen, who is the gold medalist in the 
triathlon, triathlon. Yep. in the 2016 Olympics, making her marathon debut. Fishing. A week after she did like a two-day crazy triathlon. Yep. She fin- it's very, very crazy. So she finished 14th. All right. So we're packing up, getting out of here now, Docs and Joanna. Joanna, I think you actually are going to have to leave. I'm sorry. Or, <laughs> or do you want us to bring something back for you? <laughs> Uh, you, I know you got to actually got to work this week. Uh, so it's <laughs> b- back to your back to the regular regular world regular life. Uh, so yeah, we're gonna hit the we're gonna get the the it train out of here. It was a good run here. while it lasted, yeah. Joanna. <laughs> we'll get the train out of here soon and be back in D.C. Uh, I did want to mention, Docs. I want to really thank uh, Julia for coming out to uh, hang out with us last night. Yes, uh, at the Pace the Nation. At the Pace the Nation uh, after party. Was it JT Runs DC? Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. So JT Runs DC hung out. Yeah. Really cool to hang out with her. and Yeah, it was fun. We had a good time. We had a, we had a lot of plans for uh, future get-togethers, maybe a Ragnar in the, in the future for uh, the Pace the Nation nation. Yeah, I love how many promises are made over a, yeah. a, a round of beers. Yeah, <laughs> it w- yeah we, we had some grand plans. So we'll see how many of those we follow through on. But good to see her. And uh, great job in the marathon. She 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 ran a great time. Yep, I believe uh, three thirty and change or so. So great job for, for for her in that race. Yeah, and uh, so we're gonna hit the get the train here. Uh, fortunately, we have about two hours to get to the train station because it's probably gonna take us that long with this podcast. Just to pack up all this stuff. Yeah, pack it up and then and then walk it over there. Um, and that that bomb that went off in our room, <laughs> yeah, uh, it does look to, like needs to be uh, reversed. Yeah, we we do need to clean up a little bit in here. Predictions for the train? I think it's going to be pretty uneventful. Yeah, that's my hope. Yeah, what do you think is going to happen? I'm just wondering. Do you think we're going to get another quiet car? Do you think we're going to get seats together? Yeah, I I would say I think we got enough time. In all seriousness, we got enough time, so mm-hmm. we should be able to get there and get seats together. Uh, I vote for the non-quiet car, though. So if if phone calls happen, maybe we won't be sitting together. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but no, I don't. I don't have any. Uh, it's going to be uneventful, and probably some sleeping done by the hosts. Yeah. Oh, well, one of our hosts is going to be doing some editing. Yeah, that too. Cool. Well, good weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks again to Asics uh, for for everything, uh, specifically Greg and AJ, uh, and. Uh, Hopefully you guys uh, enjoyed our remote show. I think we ran a little long today. Yeah. <laughs> so, Docs, hopefully your um, your edit editing wizardry can. Uh, we might have to release this as a seven part series. Yeah, I know. Uh, but yeah, we had a great time. Uh, look for this show and then follow up Asics show as well. That will be uh, a fun show, We're talking about Asics athletes and and other other things, all things Asics. So a lot of Asics this week. Well deserved. Props to them, and um, yeah. And thank you to my co-host. This was a great weekend hanging out with you guys. It was a lot of work, Julie, but it was fun <laughs> nevertheless. So thank you guys for 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 having a good time this weekend and for for running so well, uh, and and making Sunday even more fun for the guy who didn't do it. Yeah, you're the number one fan out there for us. So we appreciate that, and I appreciate you. Um, Softening the blow from from my wife. Thank you. <laughs> All right, hit the music. All right. 
episode number 79 in the books. Great weekend here in New York. Thanks again to ASICS. Great marathon. This is the last year ASICS is sponsoring the marathon, so 40th New York City Marathon went out with a bang. Great job to them. Glad we could be a part of it. All right, for my co-hosts, William E. Docks and Joanna E. Russo, this is Chris Farley. This is Pace Nation. We'll see you next week.